Thanks for listening to Victory's podcast today. Connecting people to a life-changing relationship with Jesus is what we're all about. For more resources or to reach out to us, go to victorychristian.church. Enjoy today's message. Hi, church family. We're in our series called Stories, and I'm really excited about the next story. It's about Pastor Chris Brown. Many of you know Pastors Chris and Leah, who've worked with our teenagers for many years. Today you're going to hear Pastor Chris's story and how God was so faithful in his life to help him overcome. Revelations 12:11 says, They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. I know Pastor Chris's story is going to be an inspiration to you. Enjoy. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Pastor Mike. How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? Bright and early this I'm, morning. I am great. <laughs> I got my... Yeah. I got my home brew, and you got your coffee there. You're at your uh, workplace early in the morning for us to do this today, aren't you? Yeah, I'm in my I'm in my I'm in the office right now, just uh, you know, getting getting this morning to talk with you and uh, everybody at Victory. So <laughs> awesome, Chris! I'm excited about people hearing your story. I know some folks have heard pieces and parts and messages over the years, and your story has always been a real inspiration to me. Because I've just really seen God's hand on it and and God's love for you. And I know that he loves us um, just like he loves you. And I think it's going to inspire people. I'm excited. Chris, I want to know what were some of the things that you used to do for fun as a kid? The floor is lava. That was a good game. It was a solid game as a kid, you know, uh, 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 jumping on furniture. Uh, I broke my nose one time doing that. Uh, now, Chris, you have to you have to settle something for us. Okay, is it true? Is it true that you had a pet chicken growing up? I had a pet chicken. Yes, I had a pet chicken. His name was. Uh, I, it was really creative. His name was Christopher. Uh, I named him after myself. He was Chris Junior. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's I had, awesome. I had, he stayed inside of a dog cage inside of my room. So, Chris, you are not a natural born Virginian, right? We have naturalized you. Where are you from? I, yeah. I, I'm originally a Georgia boy. So you grew up in that area. Tell me about what it was like for you growing up. You know, uh, growing up, I, uh, I I grew up in a um, less than ideal situation. Uh, um, I grew up around a lot of uh, uh, violence, a lot of drug abuse. Um, my uh, family uh, was it was all in involved in all of that and uh you know it greatly affected uh our childhood me my sister and then eventually my little brother there was always this as a, as a kid there was always this longing for a sense of uh your family to be whole uh and uh together and uh uh my mine was very separated there was a lot of uh there was a lot of you know uh arguing and bitterness and and hate and struggle um for the majority uh, of of my childhood and uh for a long time I thought I thought that's what what family looked like and uh and how everybody's family was and then uh um you know over time I began to realize that that's not the case and uh I began to longing for um True family, and uh, uh, felt very, very alone um, for 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 a long time. 
and uh, that was, uh, like I said, that was the, the all-encompassing of what my, my childhood looked like. You told me before that your parents split up uh, at some point when you were a kid. Yeah, they did. They uh, split up around when I was around nine. It was a back and forth situation where they they were together, they were apart, they were together, they were apart kind of situation. And um, uh, eventually, I called my uh, I called my aunt. Uh, I, I remember I was sleeping on uh, a couch uh, at, at where my mom was living at the time, and I called my aunt and I said, "Can I come? Can I come live with you?" And she said, "Yes." And the very next day, I went to live with my aunt. And uh, eventually, uh, they legally adopted me, which was I'm, I will forever be uh, grateful for. How old were you? I was, at that time, I, I, was, I think I was 14. Even still, I felt, um, felt very alone. felt very uh, alone, kind of not wanted kind of deal. When you moved in with your aunt, did that mean you had to change schools? It did. It did. And that was a bit of a culture shock for me um, because I, uh, I, I, I went from a school system that could not afford paper to a school system that had, you know, everything at its disposal. And so uh, my, my world was, was kind of, like shaking, it was upside down, and um, you know, I, I I come from an area and an environment that was 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 really was kind of re- really rough uh, to this suburban lifestyle that was completely different from what I was wow. used to. Uh, you know, it, it was it was it was completely different, and uh, you know, I mean, so much so that um, that. Uh, that it really made me look around and go, um, where do I belong in all of this? You know, uh, it, 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 it was that kind of that kind of change for me. Chris, tell me about how you came to find and follow Jesus. So it actually started one uh, Halloween night. Uh, I was thirteen. I was at a friend's house. I didn't have a whole lot of friends, and so I was I was at a friend's house. Uh, my my one friend and uh, uh, my friend had another family friend over. Uh, we were both thirteen. This kid was probably around nine, and um, it started raining really, really, really heavy outside. And uh, this nine year old kid was getting ready to walk walk home, and I knew the neighborhood. I said, I'm, we're gonna, we're, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna walk home with you. And so, uh, we're walking through the rain and we're, we're almost to his house when I see this giant crowd of, uh, people up on the hill, uh, where we were. And they were all wearing these like hockey masks and everything. And I knew, immediately knew what it was when I got there. I knew that it was, it was one of the, the local gangs. And I told my, I told my the, the little boy, I said, uh, uh, run, run to your house as quick as you can. Cause I knew as soon as they saw us, they were going to charge. And, uh, that's exactly what happened. And so he ran to his house as quick as they could and they, they started running down the hill. And my, <laughs> my friend took off. <laughs> he, he just peaced out. He's like, Poof! he was already gone. And so it was just me there. And, um, uh, uh, unfortunately, I, it was it was a gang initiation night, 
they grabbed me out, they jumped me, um, left me in a ditch, bloody, I, I blacked out, and they, I was I was taken to the hospital that night, and uh, I remember that night, that's the night I really started thinking about life <laughs> and, and God, uh, and because uh, I was not the only kid that got um, jumped that night. Um, I was, uh, I, I was un- unfortunately the only one that survived that night. And, uh, so I struggled with survivor's guilt for, a, uh, for a bit. I just, I just remember thinking about just, just going through it all, just thinking about life, thinking about what I went through, thinking about that night, uh, thinking about where I was with my family. Um, I, I called my aunt and I asked her if I could come to church with her. And she, uh, she took me, she took me to church with her, and it was this, uh, uh, it was a, you know, a, a old traditional church, but I got there tonight, and the, there was a guest speaker, and he, he was talking about grace, uh, and it's the first time I had ever heard about God's grace, and uh, it was a beautiful message, an absolutely wonderful message, and, and uh, I, I gave my life to God that night, and, uh, you know, and I asked him to change me and, and help me, and, uh, uh, and I, and I was just, I started, I started to lean into him. I had this, you know, I don't know, this, this, this comfort, and I had received Jesus, and uh, he, he really changed, really changed my life that night, and uh, did something deep inside of me. When you first came to know Jesus, is that when you started to really experience a lot of growth personally? Oh no. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, uh, uh, I, I accepted, I accepted Jesus, and uh, I, I, I did have a, a whole lot of peace, uh, and I knew things were different uh, with me. Uh, but uh, no, I wasn't in an environment, uh, unfortunately, where the, there was a lot of discipleship, and so growth was 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 limited, and the, the where I was was a bit legalistic. It was very. Don't do this, 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 don't do this. Okay. It was very much the strive life. It was a bunch of rules, less relationship, you know. Yeah. Would you say that it was fear-based? Yes. It was very very much fear-based. It was very much fear-based, and which was not uh, what I needed, uh, because everything that I was surrounded by was was already fear, and... uh, now, hey, fear, be, 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 be more afraid. And then, okay, also, here's, here's God. <laughs> you know? And, uh, then, you know, uh, my spiritual growth began to decline. It wasn't until I was about 17 until all of that began to change. And I was, uh, I was invited to, um, a youth and young adults group at, uh, Atlanta City Church, which is now New City Church. I got there and I wasn't invited to a whole lot of anything. And so when I got invited, I, I, I jumped at the opportunity and, you know, I, I went and uh, as soon as we got there, um, it, the, the music was like I'd never heard before. Okay. So there was, there was thumping, there was bass going, people were just getting, really getting into the worship and everything. And the first thing that I thought coming from the environment that I had uh, came from uh, church wise was these people going straight to hell. <laughs> that's, that's the first thing. That's the first thing that I thought when I when I when I got there. There is too much fun happening right here, right now. And I got there, and um, and then then even though I was being critical, I started. There is just 
I'm jumping in the in, there's just too much fun happening here. There's just and then <laughs> and I just got really into it that night. Pastor Billy Huffman got up to to preach, who was my youth pastor for a number of years, and um uh he preached. It was the first time I, I, I heard the love of God described that way. Um and 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 Jesus making you uh his own and uh taking you in um and i i i actually these are some of the verses that he he read that night and uh it was actually out of psalms chapter 68 starting in verse 5 it says uh, father to the fatherless defender of widows this is god whose dwelling is holy god places the lonely in families and he sets the prisoners free and gives them joy. And um, that became something very important to me. It was like, I, I am lonely, and I don't have what I feel is family. I, I don't feel like I belong. I feel uh, disconnected. I feel not a part. And uh, it was not long after that I gave my life uh, back to Back to God, said, hey, God, I, uh, I know I've, I've messed up and I know I've, I've walked away. Um, but I, I, I want to lay it down at your feet and let's take me where you want to take me. So what was different this time? I think it was really one of the first times I got to hear about the, the character of Christ, like, Represented as a father, mm-hmm. as a dad, um, and less as a rule maker. Jesus wanted me. He didn't need me. He wanted me. And he yeah. wanted me to be a part of his family. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't walk away from family. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm getting a little emotional. But yeah, I couldn't. That's uh, good. I couldn't walk away from uh, from the idea of family. You're having your Oprah moment. I'm having my. my <laughs> you get a car, and you get a car. You get a car. You don't want me to say that. Um, yeah. <laughs> you at that point in your life, you really went all in. I did. I did. I uh, I got heavily involved in their uh, youth ministry. Uh, became an usher. Uh, and all that stuff that I, I just I, I just wanted somewhere to serve and be close to Jesus. That that's it. And it became my it came my that became my house, my my home right there. I eventually did their internship program, uh, uh, their internship college program. I, I'm so thankful for that because he gave me he gave me brothers and then he gave me. Uh, a wife, and then uh, he, he gave me kids, and I, I had he, uh, gave me uh, in-laws. My, my my I got the best in-laws, and uh, Randy is you know in, obviously in, in, in heaven with Jesus now, but he was one of the best. He's the best father-in-law, and I, my 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 mother-in-law Brenda Brenda Craig. She is she's awesome. And then God began to restore my relationship with, with my immediate family. And my mom and my dad and my sister and my brother and uh, he really <laughs> makes things come full circle 
And uh, I'm so I'm so thankful for that. My dad, you know, he's 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 saved, remarried. My mom, she's doing really really well, and uh, uh, she she she's doing good. And just loves Jesus. And um, my sister uh, is is married, has kids of her own, and is doing just they're, they're just doing everybody's doing awesome. Uh, my brother's doing so good, and he's a, he's a, he's a he's got a, a, a good job and. Um, Everybody is uh, it, it, God. God has done a lot of restoration. God, God, God has done some some amazing restoration. He's 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 put this lonely guy um, in family, and uh, I'm I'm thankful. I'm so thankful. It could have gone so many different ways. Chris, when I look at your story, one of the things that's really compelling to me is. That whole idea of belonging. You read Psalm 68. It talks about God putting the lonely into families. And yeah. I think about that part in your story where you talk about getting invited to a, a young adults thing. Yeah. And, you know, and before that, you talked about how you were in church with your aunt and made this decision for Jesus. And, you know, church buildings don't save people. Crowds don't save people. Jesus yeah. saves people. Right. There is something about bringing somebody you love into an atmosphere where they can encounter God. Yeah, it really is. I see you being invited. I see you being welcomed and it making a difference. Yeah. I, I wonder who are the lonely people out there that God wants to put into families. Right. Yeah, I, I, and there's there, there there's a lot of them. There's a, there's a lot of people, and you, it's like we talked about it earlier. It's you don't know a person's whole story, um, you know. And uh, sometimes that 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 person that is like you're having the most problems with might be the person that you you you, you need to reach out to and say, hey, you want to come to church? Or, you know, obviously, or you want, right now, do you want to come to virtual church? (laughs) (laughs) Or do you want to, you want to, you you know, want to be a part of my Zoom small group or something along that nature? Um, You you, you don't, you don't really know what's going on in that person's life. Maybe a simple reach out uh, could actually change somebody's life. Um, My whole life was turned around. From that one invite, yeah. I, I was invited to a young adults group that I could have went to one time and walked away. And people yeah. do that all the time. They invite somebody to something, that, and that, that, you don't know though how that was impacted. Yeah, you don't, you don't know how that impacted them. Chris, I love your story today, and I really want to thank you for just uh, the transparency and opening up with us and. This whole concept that God puts the lonely in the families is um, such a powerful one that he has family for all of us. I think there's probably people out there today who they may, they're feeling lonely and yeah. uh, they need that sense of connection with the Lord and they need that connection, sense of connection with um, other people who are following Jesus. Would you pray for that person? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Uh, Father God, we just come to you right now, and we just thank you for your love and your grace and how incredible you are. We pray for every individual, Lord, that is feels like a cast out, feels lonely, feels like they don't belong, um, feels like they can't 
find their place in this world, God, we just pray, Lord, that you um, you would speak to their hearts and that you would show off of your, your, your grace and your love in their lives. You would show them that you have a family for them. We bless them and we thank you for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Chris, I super appreciate your time today and the way that you have shared. Hey, if you've been listening to Chris's story today and it's really touched you, maybe you're in a place where um, you're trying to find and follow Jesus in a safe way and you feel like there's next steps, whether it's getting in community and building that, that family in the kingdom of God or maybe it's getting baptized or just learning more about what it means to, to follow Jesus. We would love to be there to walk with you. If that's you today, would you go to victorychristian.church and click on Next Steps? It would be a real honor for us to connect with you uh, because it's, it's our privilege to get to know more of who God's touching, and we want to walk with you today. Thank you so much for joining us today. Have a great day. Thanks again for listening. If you'd like to connect with us, just go to victorychristian.church. Have a great day.